Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show, LA2B. My name is Tom McCaffrey. Uh, I'm here with Eric B. That was a little Weezer. Before we start, um, uh, please join our Patreon for uh, bonus content. And uh, our sponsor is Silk City Hot Sauce. So go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and order your favorite. He has a bunch of different flavors. 15% off if you use the code um, Brooklyn. So uh, how how are you? Let's get into it. There's a couple. Of, so James Corden's in the news again. Yeah, this guy's a big not, topic. He's not having a great uh, last couple of weeks. He first, I guess, goes off on that staff at Balthasar, which is actually near my apartment. I walked by there the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I guess it's very popular, but I, I walked by there right after that happened, so I wonder if it got extra popular from it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been around for a while. It's kind of like a hip, cool restaurant. Um, but I, I mean, I kind of know the story, but I guess I didn't really pay attention. He was like rude to the waiter, and the owner yeah, like banned him. Right, and the owner put something on Instagram saying he was a piece of shit. And uh, he was the worst customer he ever had. And then the next day, I guess he Corden apologized, and then he put up, "Oh no, well it's all it's all fine, it's all fine." And uh, but apparently, someone else said that you know, you know, that was he was ca- caught up in that whole Ellen Ellen toxic workplace environment thing. Oh, um, uh, you mean like he that he also was like Ellen, right? That their work environment was very bad and. You know he's he's going off the air in April apparently, so this is it for him. Oh, um, he is. What is someone taking over? No, and I think that I don't think I talked to someone who was kind of in the know. They said they may not even replace him because these late night shows now are like they're slowly dying. And yeah, right, you can keep one one show on a night, but to have two, you know, that might be a problem. Yeah, I don't. Not- I mean, yeah, who even? I don't know anyone that watches that show. I mean, our, our, their big thing is like he dances around or something, and then. <laughs> No, he does. They the have carpool, carpool karaoke. Yeah, I mean, wh- all right. And, uh, <laughs> I never liked that. Guy. I mean, and it wouldn't surprise me if he was a horrible person. It's it's always those guys who were like, eh, everyone laid out. They're so nice, and then they just punch everyone in the face backstage. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they're now just having a um, a new new controversy that happened with him. Um, I think, and I just want to see. Uh, yes. It was in his opening monologue, so he might not might not have uh, written this line. He probably didn't, but he still delivered it. So whoever the writer is, he's probably getting in trouble. So it, it, they're saying it was a Ricky Gervais joke. Yeah, it was almost identical. He was talking about what uh, Twitter. Uh, Ricky Gervais made a joke about how t- everyone on Twitter thinks the world revolves around them. The joke is, it's like going to a town square. And there's a notice for guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want fucking guitar lessons. Uh, Gervais joked about Twitter. A uh, Twitter, um, and then it, it, the other joke was basically the same joke. Wait, that's mentioned. the end of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for the joke. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a, maybe Is he just stealing of, like statements from people, right? So uh, yes, uh, let's see. It's like going to a town square and the notice for guitar. Le- there's a notice for guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want fucking guitar lessons. All right, I guess. Yeah, you're right. And then, uh, Corden's joke is because someone puts up a poster in a town square and says guitar lessons available. You don't want people going to town saying, "I don't want to play guitar. I want to play the piano." You piece of shit. Okay, that's the Gervais joke. No, that was the Corden joke <laughs> with the. Uh, 
what a the, weird joke to steal. Um, yeah, and you know, it's I, probably that parallel thinking. But then now, of course, I don't know though. I don't think so. When it's that specific, like I, I, that seems not parallel thinking. Well, no, but there's no way Corden wrote that joke. He, I, he, they have writers. He's not writing. Yeah, the joke. no, he has writers. So yeah, uh, one of but, them definitely you, did it. Or though, it's possible. That sometimes those guys will like look over the monologues and stuff and they just pop in their own jokes, you know? So he might have, but it might, again, call, calling some a thief, sometimes it just comes into your, you know, it's subliminal sometimes, you know? You ever do yeah, a joke? Yeah, that is true. And then you're like, sometimes oh, it's subliminal, but I do think there's times when I think of a joke and I'm like, hmm, I feel like this has been done. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, you know, honestly, who cares? It's like mm -hmm. fucking he's so what he told the joke that it's so funny. I mean, I guess it's comedians, but no, but they all come out in the woodwork. People love to do this, call everyone thieves. That's what everyone does, you know, and if you have any like stand up that goes viral and stuff, people start always, oh, someone has a joke similar to I'm like, you know, they they claim that you you can't do a subject that someone else is doing. You know, yeah, I had I had that when I I, there was a video of me doing stand up years ago that. They got a lot of like views and stuff, and people were like accusing me of stealing it from Chris Rock, and it was just about the same thing, like same sure. topic. It wasn't at all, and they were like, and I think someone said like, "He, you stole that verbatim." I'm like, no, yeah. no, so, I, but I, yeah, I guess with him, it's just kind of like, you know, after the he he was mean to the waiter. Is that yeah. what he, he was mean to the waiter? Is that what happened? Yeah, he was like like screaming at him i guess there was a hair in their food or something like that i mean come on you know but it shows yeah. you and then some other i think waitress some other woman came out and she said she saw him once yelling at another waiter somewhere and it's true and the person was saying i forgot who it was that these are never isolated incidents it's like you ever go to a restaurant with someone if you've ever been on a date and your date is like kind of cunty to yeah the, the server it's I weird mean, it's it's a sign of their there's something right, it's wrong bad. there. It's bad. You know? Yeah, that. If, however, they are to the waiter is bad. That's yeah. um, I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I never complain. I'm like, like, look, you get your food, you pay for it. You know, if you see uh, them, yeah. You know, you I, see I'm like that too. Maybe a little bit too much. Yeah. But I don't like to complain when there's food, and especially if it's like if it's a trivial complaint that you don't need to do like that. I think that's what happens a lot of times. Like if it's really egregious and bad, I will. Right. Like if well, there's you, we, like a, a head of hair in my. <laughs> no, but it's more about like most of it is about service. But I, I don't know if you were ever a server. I was. I was. And, yeah. And it's most of the time it's like you just have too much on your plate to like handle. You're rushing around tables and stuff. So it's hard to give everyone just perfect service. You know, you know, Tom, maybe if you see a waiter just sitting there smoking or something while you're, you know, yeah, but the, yeah you never see that. <laughs> he, he, I was there the other night. He was like yelling at me to get out of the way, <laughs> like a lot. Well, it's, I, I have to defend the waiters at all comedy clubs. It's not yeah. an, an easy job. Well, it's I, not. I didn't, I didn't respond, even though I was really mad about it, but because I was like, that's a shitty job. And yeah. there's only one waiter. And, I mean, the thing is that it the, looks that, like a nightmare. What, well, it's like one of the waiters. It's a hard. Sometimes they have a hard time uh, transferring over because it's like, you know, you have to get all the drinks quietly and fucking quickly, you know, and and in fairness, like the, you know, people in the crowds are like, it's a fucking comedy show. What, what kind of what do you want? You know what I mean? Just get your fucking mixed drink, beer, wine. I mean, you know, this is not. 
They're order, well, ordering like steak, tartare. Right. You know, no, but like, I mean, like even with their just their drinks, they're like, this is not fucking sandals, Jamaica or whatever, where you can just like, right, right, just fucking. You're in a basement listening to a guy do dick jokes, right? <laughs> Relax. And you know that's <clears throat> that the one thing I do like about that club is they don't really have an extensive menu because I think food always fucking fucks up comedy, you know. And some of the it place, does, yeah. Some of the places you go to, they have like like a real extensive food and meals like and you would do you're performing and there are people like eating thanksgiving dinner in front of you they're not I know. And, and like you comedy it's like if you know the least amount of distraction possible is the ideal right you want people like people have to be listening to you all the whole mm-hmm. time like they can't yeah they can't be listening and yet eating I, yeah i've seen people have like full-on meals like steak and, and i'm like what are you doing just go eat I, it's so weird to me people make such a big deal of eating. I dated a girl and like just eating was such a like such a huge deal to her. Like she <laughs> wanted to eat together every night. You know, it's just like she'd always be like, "So what are you doing for dinner tonight?" You know, it'd be like a Tuesday, and I'd be like, "I, I don't know." She, well, I mean, well, what are we going to do? And I'm like, "I don't know. Go, 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 eat something." <laughs> like, why am I? Why do I have to be involved? Go eat alone. Um, well, the funny thing also with comedy clubs, I understand if the show is at like six o'clock and people want to eat. I get it. it's dinner time or whatever. I mean, maybe eight o'clock, but sometimes you see people like eleven o'clock at night, like ordering all this food. I'm like, did you? You couldn't. You couldn't preplan. This is the city, by the way. You know what? You know where you yeah. can get food. Everywhere else, everywhere. Yeah, you know. Why would you want to? Yeah, why would you want to eat at a comedy club? Like, oh, okay, let's. Hey, you want to get something? To eat? Oh, I know this great place. Um, yeah, Tussle farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone knows comedy clubs. They have the best food, best yeah. chefs in the world. But I like even places like movie theaters. You know, people make a big deal like. Mm-hmm. You know, like Alamo Draft House and places like that. You can order like food and they have full on food. I'm like, why? I'm in a fucking movie. I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to eat a full meal. It's just, it just seems distracting. It just seems like too much. They don't seem to go together. Um, I know that this is one of the early jokes I ever had was like, they would sell popcorn shrimp at the movie theaters. And I'm like, popcorn shrimp? Like like seafood, <laughs> seafood and movie candy are like a great <laughs> mix. Like, you never go is to restaurant. true? Yeah, and what I used to see it in the theaters, I guess. And I go, you never go to a restaurant. You're like, yeah, I can have some lobster and a side of raisinets with that, you know. And it put some yeah, jujubes yeah, on my funny. crab cakes, you know. But yeah, and yeah. I would always, I think that's what always took me. I'll like, have the Ooh. lobster bisque soup and the um <laughs> and, and the goobers. <laughs> yeah, I'll start with the goobers and the popcorn, and then bring out the lot. Yeah, that that is funny. That's why I don't uh, like the, these. I guess it's the I pick theaters, which I thought went out of business after the pandemic. They're still around. That's the one where they like have waiters and waitresses coming to you. I think there's some in Brooklyn that do that. Oh, is it I? What's it called? I pick. Um, no, I, I, I've never heard of this. I know no. they have like Alamo Draft House, right? That's similar, but I pick is like this high end one. There's still one at the South Street Seaport, and it's like they charge it. The movies are super expensive, and then they they can give you. I think we joked about this before. You go there, and there's like you can get like a you basically can get like a reclining couch or something like that with a pillow <laughs> and a blanket. I'm like, what? <laughs> So you're just going out to go to sleep? Just fucking stay home. <laughs> I know. It's I've I've been to those places where in Dallas was one of the first ones where you literally were like laying I was laying down in a movie theater and I was like and I was like, wow, this is great. But then I was like, Well, I mean, why am I even out? Like what 
Just, I know. Just I, stay home. Like I what? thought that the pandemic would kill it because everyone was so used to like staying home. But I guess the place is still in business. I don't know how. You know. Yeah, I don't. I that, that even like yeah, the Alamo Draft House. I thought it was like a cool idea. Like, oh well, you can you know like, you can order beer and you can get food. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, I don't want to you know fucking order. I mean, ordering is kind of like. I kind of get anxiety deciding to order. You know, right. when they go to a restaurant, and they they hand you, and you have to choose from like twenty things, and I just want to see a fucking movie. Plus, do they give you the the food during the movie? I mean, that's got to be distracting. It is, and I don't. Yeah, it's just a. It's weird. I'm I'm not like I like food and I like eating, but it's just it's not like my main. That that's why like I I, I like going to restaurants, but. You know, restaurants are annoying. To, like, yeah. I don't know if this is common here. I mean, everywhere else. But I went to a restaurant. We went out to dinner the other night, me and my girlfriend. And, like, it was that thing where they're like, okay, you can sit over there. And, you know, there's just, like, tables. And they're, like, the next table is literally, like, two inches away from you. <laughs> yeah. So, you're, like, you're basically at a table with other people. But they've moved the, moved the table, like, four inches apart. Well, yeah, so, you're so there's not space. Table. Yeah. Right. And so you're just, like, <laughs> sitting there. And, like, I have to pretend, like, this person you're just full-on hearing their conversations <laughs> i mean but i was like you know the place was expensive and it was just like i don't know like this doesn't seem enjoyable to me stay with us we'll be right back did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear how can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients can we be healed with sound Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. No, I mean, I can't handle that. I mean, you know... I just usually when I go out to eat, I go early in the city because I can't I can't just be around. Like I think it was because of COVID too. Like I didn't want to be close to people. And then when you go at like Saturday night, you go out for dinner. It's you're on top of people. People are on top of you. I know it's weird. And you know, and we were just next to these weirdos. Like it was just you know this thing where you know it was a couple that was just showing it was doing too much. What is it? Public displays of affection and having like. He'd be like, I love you. I love you. And then like the next minute he'd be like, hey, what's your problem? With? Like they get into fights and then make up like every five minutes. Uh, um, so but you have to just be like, yeah, no, I don't I don't notice that. that but you're literally at the same table with these people. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So anyway, re- I'm glad we're covering. But, but can I ask, <laughs> yeah. were you a good waiter? No, it was terrible. Where did you where did you work? I worked at. Uh... One of these kind of like TGIF. I think it was called Bennigan's. Do you remember yeah. that place? Yeah, oh, of okay. course. Yeah, I was terrible at it. But and <laughs> you they, think it was called Bennigan's? How long did you work there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was one of those jobs where I quit, and they were still calling me up for 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 shit because they were just hard up for workers. So I'm like, I, I quit. I gotta, you know, whatever, move on and stuff. And they would call me. So like, so how come you didn't come in like Tuesday? I'm like, well, because you know, I I quit on Friday. So they were like a shitty girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and no they, i don't and then i was like and they're so desperate i'm like well can you just come in like wednesday i'm like i don't know what where you understand about not <laughs> quitting <laughs> right uh yeah i'm not a very good employee i remember that happened to me i worked at a place one day and it was a shit show because mm-hmm. it just opened and they were like 
they it was like it was just a nightmare and i knew it was going to be a nightmare and i was like i'm not going in there ever again i just didn't you know they gave me shifts and i was just like i'm not going to go in and um so i didn't go in for like the whole week that i was scheduled and then they called me like the next week and they're like hey can you come in tomorrow i'm like (laughs) yeah i don't work there i was like i haven't come in for like a week i thought that that was going to clear that i'm not a good employee um and I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. So I I was a waiter, and I at a couple of places. And I mean, it's amazing looking back that I was a waiter because I was I'm just I was not I do not have the personality to be a waiter. Um, no, I always tell this story when I worked there though. I kind of liked it when it was busy because time moved real fast. You know, an office job, you're just sitting there staring at the the the, the clock. But I. They would have these specials. They would always. It was kind of like office space where they make you push all that. You remember like tchotchkes? Yeah. Do you so guys want to start with pizza shooters? Yeah. So they go, you have to push this special stuff. I'm like, why? I'm like, because you know you have to. I'm like, well, why can't I just let them eat what they want to eat? What? What am I, a salesman here? Yeah. So they're like, you got to push the fajitas. That we have these special fajitas, and they're they're flaming. They're flaming. Yeah. It was on the fucking thing, whatever the iron the sizzling thing. fajitas. I'm like, why do they have to be sizzling? The people like that. I'm like, I, I don't think people want their food on fire, but okay. So and you have to wear an oven mitt when you're yeah. serving it. And one time I was doing it, and my oven mitt went on fire while I was really, serving it, and I threw the fucking fajitas on the ground. I was like, ah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> after that, I never pushed it ever again. They people like you. So how are the fajitas? I'm like, yeah, you don't want them. They're like, shit. <laughs> I don't need to go to the burn ward tonight. So, <laughs> um, wow, that because yeah, I that was a nightmare when I worked at a place and they had sizzling fajitas and you had to bring them out, <laughs> not on fire but sizzling. Yeah, and so it had but to they be, would be a thing sparking. You, They'd be sparking though. Yeah, and like, and they were so popular. And there would be times where at a table, like one person would order them and then everyone was like, oh, that sounds great. So I'd have four sizzling fajita <laughs> orders and you have to bring them all out sizzling. So like I'd have to bring two out sizzling in my face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to go back and, and do. And like a couple of times I just brought them out not sizzling and they were like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, what? They're like, they're not sizzling. I'm like, what is it's fucking just eat it's hot. Just fucking eat it, you idiot. What what you're go to go to Cirque du Soleil if you want to see things on fire. <laughs> I can't believe that you would have been a very popular waiter. With your with the way <laughs> you talk. That, that's was, what I mean. I was just not yeah because you know, you're I so snarky yeah, like, yeah yeah i would go up and i'd be like yeah i'd be like yeah what like by the end <laughs> that's how i was what and um i always at the worst tables especially if you worked in the place this place would have free refills for soda the worst table you could ever get was like a bunch of like 16 year olds or whatever yeah you're just spending the whole time refilling their fucking sodas and they don't yeah. tip you know because they're fucking kids um yeah, I remember. I, I don't know if they had free refills at this place, but it was um I wasn't there that long and I remember um yeah, I what later on I remember being like, What is this shit? I'm not yeah. like doing this anymore. This is a nightmare. Um and everyone was like mean, like the people to yell at you and like this like the people who work there and so you know, did you ever have this thing where like you know, you had to get drinks from the bartender. You know, the bartender made the drink, so you had to wait for the bartender. The bartender was always like busy, and they were always like an asshole. Yeah, and they'd always be like, "Hey, I'm I'm busy. You know, show you know you're gonna wait." And then like, 
you wouldn't get your drinks and then they'd get mad at you the customer because they think you're like taking a while yeah, but yeah. i remember the bartenders were always there was this big you know guy who just was always screaming at me um and i just don't have that I, I I get anxiety from that, you know. Like I don't know who doesn't, but some people like working in that environment where everyone yells at you. No, people don't, and that's the thing. It's uh, <clears throat> you know, after the pandemic, a lot of these service jobs have gone unfilled, you know, and they're not being filled. And you know, the immigration policy has changed; so they can't get a lot of immigrants to do these jobs. No one wants these jobs, and they're like, "Well, if the economy goes bad, don't bet on it. Don't fucking bet on it," because. People now have figured out a lot of different ways to make money. You know, yeah. I say this all the time. I knew this guy who was a gamer on Twitch. He made $300 a week, which was not a lot, really. But he's like, just to play video games. Right. That's pretty good. Right. And that's he said, that's bad. But I'm like, but he's like, I just do it. I'm like, that's the thing. That's a job at Walmart. That's a server job. Right. So people. No. Do- yeah. Totally. They're. 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 And you know, you can tell actually when you go out places now. You can. The service is horrible everywhere. Everywhere right. I go, it's awful. And you're like, why is? How come I can't get anything anymore? But um, get used to it. You know, where you're thinking 2019, and it's you know, it's not. And what do you? So what do you want to? So this might be a good way to ease into this. Right. So the midterms are coming up in what five days? I mean, so what do you? All right. You know, I've kind of been dreading it, but just I really started dreading it in the last two weeks because I guess the Dems mm-hmm. poll numbers are really dropping. And it, I mean, it really seems like the GOP is going like it's it's mind blowing to me that people for, from what that side is now that they're literally just basing it all on two dollars for gas higher. Like they're literally like or crime. Yeah, I know yeah. they're crazy and I know that they want to, you know, destroy everything and it's going to be total chaos like it was. But you know what? I don't like paying gas like the, 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 <laughs> a little bit higher. But yeah. you know, I mean, it's just that's people are so stupid and selfish that that's where we are. All right. Did you see Trump tweeted like a few days ago or a week ago like that this country is evil? That's mm-hmm. that's what a former president is saying I- about the country he was president that it's evil. And the thing That's who's is, going to be in charge. And the, the Repub- <laughs> yeah, and the Republicans have already tipped their hand because they're going to use that debt ceiling as leverage if they win the House. And basically, they're going to want to cut Social Security and Medicare. That's they're running. They, they always do this. They run on one thing. And then like in 2004, Bush ran on uh, gay marriage. And then when he came, when he when he won, he, he wanted to privatize Social Security. They always do this shit. Yeah, and, and everyone just falls for it because everyone's just so distracted. Well, and- I, I think now more than ever because they pulled this shit under Obama with the debt ceiling thing, which could wreck the world's economy. The, that this Republican Party is crazier than ever. This Republican Party will do it. They will do the, it. They they will. And I mean, Marjorie I, Taylor Greene is basically on on point to be one of their lead their, their leader in Congress. Yeah. That is, I mean. Marjorie Taylor Greene came is in QAnon and came in office two years ago and is now going to be the the leader of the someone in QAnon is leading the party. I know. And the fact that people are like, yeah, but I don't want to pay for gas. It's just like QAnon is going to be leading the country now. That's insane. And forget about this. And this this is the worst. The reason the abortion thing like the Republicans are always scared to overturn Roe versus Wade a little bit because they thought it would be a huge backlash. Well, guess what? I know it's not. It's, it's people it just don't even, that doesn't even do anything, right? But think what is it? What message does that send? They're we like, can do what? anything, right? That's fucking bad, man. 
You it's know? T- that's what's terrifying about this is like after everything that's happened, they're going to be like, oh, my God, nothing matters. Yeah. Anything we do. So and it's just going to be all they're going to do is is getting revenge on everyone. That's all they're going to do because right. they're insane. And they're going to be I really feel like, you know, everyone's like, you know, Gilead, Gilead. I think that they're going to be like, you know what? That's a good idea. Maybe we should do that. That would really piss everyone off. Oh, I would have been on some right wing like sites and stuff in the comments sections because I like to see what the all these guys now, I swear, they're not for democracy. They say they hate democracy. They say it in these things. They don't care. They just want to win. They're not about democracy anymore. They don't care if they cheat. They don't care if they don't get the most votes. They don't care. So do you think people are going to be like, what are are, our side? It's not even going to wake anyone up. No, they're Democrats. They're so demonized by Republicans. They think that they're devil worshipers that fuck babies and stuff. So when that thing happened to Pelosi, where her husband got beaten up and stuff, First of all, they made up some story immediately, you know, which now everyone believes the, a fake story that this guy was his gay lover, Co- completely false. But they put Even it out there. The guy, but, but I, it's there's, it's just it's amazing. It's literally I'm like, um, I, I don't know if a lot of people share this this sentiment, but I'm like, it's going to be bad. Like I'm like really afraid. You know, a lot of you know. Lead, political leaders are actually voicing it finally and saying things. They're basically like, "Look, you're not going to have democracy anymore. This is like, yeah. this is like the election. Like, if you let them do this and get in power, this isn't just like, well, you know what? Like, it always swings this, this, mm. the other way. It's like, no, 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 dude. This is like huge. Yeah, this really, this hint. Our country hinges on this. This might be one of the most important elections of our fucking." Yeah, could be a, history. Yeah. We can only have two more left, really. After, um, but like in the case of like that Social Security and Medicare thing, which next year they're going to try to like cut because they've wanted to do it for like eighty years, they could never do it for years because it would just piss off old people, right? Um, so they always get scared to do it. But now I think they think it doesn't matter because these, we we can just do do it and blame it on the Democrats because all the, all our supporters are just reading what we want them to read. Right. It yeah. does, nothing matters anymore. Yeah, you can they, just, and th- that's that's what's terrifying about it, because after all this, they're still going to get power again. That's yeah. it's the most terrifying. And, and then you got and you got Elon Musk running Twitter. And that's going to be know. a fucking And I, it's it just everyone's so stupid and sheep and like and, it, you know, it, it it's so funny because it's like. You know, it all goes back to that that Trump election in 2016. It's all that's where it all started, right. where everyone was like, I don't know. And it's just is that what this country do? Are we really going to have to have that happen where everything is just destroyed for people to finally be like, oh, yeah, this does suck. But the, the thing is, no matter how bad things get, people will uh, be, become accustomed to it. They just get yeah. it's like everything like. The Holocaust or slavery or, you know, segregation. People are just like, well, that's the way it is. You just got to get used to it. Yeah, it's totally. That's how you get people. uh, You just slowly take away their rights or their money and people are just used to it. Can I can I make a so I I saw, you know, it was just Halloween. So I was watching a bunch of horror movies. Have you ever heard of a horror movie called Speak No Evil? I heard of it. Yeah, it came out like this summer. You should watch it. It's it's really good. And it's it's. A horror movie but it's more like a psychological but it's terrifying and it, it the allegory of it is exactly what's happening right now it's about this couple that i won't go really in depth but it, the the 
the message of it, it's about like the politeness of people and how when certain when they're around other people who are kind of pushing their boundaries and being rude, they don't want to push back because they don't want to be rude back. And so wow. they, they run into a couple, this one couple runs into another couple that slowly pushes their boundaries and is doing weirder and weirder things. And they're so polite about it that eventually it just, it ends really bad. And the whole message of it is if you like have an, you know, you, you have an instinct or gut feeling that something is wrong and someone's like crossing your boundaries. If you're polite, if you just acquiesce enough, they're going to eventually just kill you. Yeah. And you, because you let them do it. So that's, it's exactly what. Oh, that's interesting. Watching that is, that's why it terrified me because I think that's what's happening right now. Yeah. Cause the Democrats are always like, oh, we, sh-, you know, if they go low, we, we go hot. No. I mean, you got to push back hard and they, they'll, they're just relentless. They never stop. They just never, and they're fucking bullies. They're fucking bullies. And they have, they're like, now you have people sending over people's, politician's house you got people with ar-15s in your voting uh i know and thing. everyone's just like well i mean you shouldn't do that but that's that's why it's scary because you're just kind of like i have i have no control over this stuff so it's just watching and everyone's like and you know it's gone it's gotten really bad and you still hear people like pundits being like can you believe this is where we are and it's like yes someone mm-hmm. fucking do something right. where the fuck merrick garland is he just gonna be he's gonna be that guy who's just kind of like well i mean i didn't want to you know make anyone mad you know yeah. it's just like well dude now look where the fuck we are i i think they were waiting till after the midterms to do this but you now you're gonna have a very small window to do all this shit you know so what's gonna happen i don't know they're gonna indict trump and then by january they'll shut everything down so it doesn't really matter you know they should yeah. you know they should have done it at the very beginning i mean these people committed crimes all of them I and mean, there's so I many know. crimes you can't even catch up to all of them the problem is garland is exactly that guy the guy who's trying to you know be the polite do the right thing yeah. guy and it's like you can't do that anymore there's no more well we gotta do the right we can't play political it's like we're being taken over by fucking autocrats. I know. And even Joe Biden, who was like old school like that, at least now he's trying to like, you know, talk about this stuff, but it might be a little too late. You can tell they're like terrified. You can tell they're it's finally sinking in on the mm-hmm. other side. When I watch MSNBC, you can tell they're just, like Rachel Maddow is just like, look, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's basically what she was saying this week. Like, this is it people like if you don't want to you know i don't know what you think an auto autocracy is going to be better gas prices do they think gas i don't know what do they think that that the gop is going to take over and then gas prices are going to drop is that what they think is going to happen i I don't they're not going to do anything they don't have any plans or anything it's nothing no it's just going to be in you know impeached by i mean Marjorie taylor green's in charge I know. Well, they're definitely going to impeach Biden. That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. They win the House. They guarantee. You know, he's not going to be thrown out, but he'll they'll they'll go through the truck just to, for payback. That's what's going to happen with every president now. I think for the next. I don't know years. if I can live here anymore if they take over Congress. I, I really don't. Well, you don't want to go to England. They're even worse shape. Jesus fucking Christ. I definitely don't want to go to England. It's so funny that that woman who was in power for like you know a month, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, we're all uh, inflation's going crazy. Everyone's hurting. And she's like, I have I have a great plan. She's like, let's cut taxes for rich people, which we do in our country. (laughs) Yeah. But England, they're at least a little savvy. Like, you know, that would be that doesn't really help anybody at all. 
But that's all they're going to do too. The GOP. That's that's yeah. all they do. Well, maybe I thought maybe finally people will wake up to that and go, yeah. But I don't know. Trump I just, four what? years ago pushed something like that through, you know. And when they get into power again, that's all they'll do. They'll just cut taxes. I mean, he's people. probably going to be president again, uh, which is insane. Yeah. But, um, I'd rather run against him than DeSantis, to be honest. I just it's 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 mind blowing to me. Um, you know, like remember how like during that 2016 election, everyone was like, "I can't believe this is happening," you know. And, I, and you, it was a lot of frustration and anger about how that happened. And then I think it sunk in the last, you know, just in the last month, where I was like, "And that's what's happening." That this is what's even worse about it is that it's uh, take it's everyone's losing their spirit. It, and that's what they do. They punch you down until you just kind of accept it. You yeah. kind of accept your destiny. We were like, I can't, I can't do anything about it anymore. I have to, I have to move. It's just ruining my life. And that's what they're banking on. Um, I mean, they're so mad about <clears throat> losing that 2020 election and they, you know, that's all. Oh yeah. No, I, I, they looked pretty mad. Be, like when they were, um, Trying to murder the vice president. And yeah. it out. I mean, it's just like, what do what do people think? Yeah, no, a lot of it was cause of co- cause of COVID and stuff. But you know what? It was the you know he didn't handle it well. He handled it very. If that COVID didn't happen, he was probably going to win re-election Trump. Right? That's what probably because you know things were the economy was pretty good at that point. But that motherfucker, he just fucking folded during COVID. He lost his mind. He didn't act like a fucking normal human being. And everyone saw that. And I think that's what Republicans didn't understand. You blew it. They blew it, but they don't care. They just want power. And the supporters don't care. They don't think he blew it. No. <laughs> he got more votes. <laughs> I mean, the, the it just comes down to that, you know, pretty much most people in this country are just morons. Most people are just morons. Yeah. I just don't know. I listen to people, you know, like grassroots Republicans in these, you know, these states. They're like red state. And they're just literally they always act like they have some like unique view and take on things. And then when they ask them for their reasons why they have those views, they just parrot back exactly what all the mouthpieces are saying. Yeah. Exactly what Trump and Carrie Lake are, and Her- Herschel Walker. Like, oh, for the, I don't, like the fact that Herschel Walker became... Became, he's like win. He's winning. <laughs> I, he's he's probably going to win. I mean, um, but yeah. that's the pro. It's just, and we're so yeah. unlucky as Democrats. We finally got this great candidate that really could change change the way people look at candidates. Fetterman, and he has a fucking stroke, you know. And that, that guy know. was a great, perfect candidate. He was like a badass Democrat wearing you know sweatpants and all that crap. When did he have the stroke? Right after he got the nomination, or or right before. What caused it? Because he's just so out of shape. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But he should probably I know. Should, what the he shouldn't fuck, have that debate. Man. He should have just fucking ducked that a bit debate. You think that hurt him? Yeah, he should have just ducked it. Yeah. You, you, I don't you, think you can in that. No, I don't think. Oh yeah, can. people have ducked some d- debates. You just go. I don't really like. I don't. I don't really like the format. You know, just make up things. Lie. You know, that's what Republicans do. They just lie. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, the you know, but they they always. It's, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, but I mean, it's not, it's very similar to what happened in Germany. I mean, I feel like it, I feel like that is what's happened. I don't know what people think they, they, I don't, I don't know what people think they have in store for them. No, but I laugh more at these Republican Jews that I know who are all into QAnon and stuff like that. I'm like, and now you see all this anti-Semitism coming up, bubbling to the surface and people aren't really getting that crazy about it. I mean, yeah, they, you lose some endorsements and stuff, but 
that stuff goes all goes hand in hand, you know. Um, you know, when they say things like the glo- you know, they always go the elites, the globalists are taking over the world. You know what that's code for? Yeah, <laughs> that's a code for a, a couple of things, but mostly like Jews. When you say, I feel like that's, I feel like that anti-Semitism stuff is becoming very normal. I feel like yeah. it's very, you don't, you don't feel. Uh, you're not as demonized for saying anything. I mean, like Kanye was obviously, but not, but not really that. Not I mean, that, not that yeah. much. Yeah. Like, and, oh, and he's been crazy for years. He's been saying because people don't think of Jews as the underdog. They think we're running the world, so you can kind of rip on them. That's I think what people think. Yeah, I guess. So. I guess I never. Yeah, I remember. Like, I mean, I grew up in New York City, so I mean, I always was surrounded by by Jews. So yeah. like. I, I always was like, it always was weird to me that the racism, like the demonization of it, even that people like, and I'm like, I don't understand. Really? Like that, you know, they just seem like white people to me. I know, but you need it. You, <laughs> you just dehumanize. That's the thing. You dehumanize Democrats. That's why they could not defend Nancy Pelosi, because they literally said she's like a s- Satan. Think, can, right. you, can you even name one bad thing that Nancy Pelosi ever did to affect you in your life? No, I, I like Nancy Pelosi. She, you know what she did? She really got Obamacare through, you know, yeah, which yeah. which is a huge fucking thing. Um, but I don't know what they're even saying about her. And also, this is another thing. When you listen to these interviews, it it's so um, it, it's that thing of these people who are like, I'm not racist. I voted for Obama, but they always track back their like. They're always like, you know, I, I used to be liberal, and it changed like around. You know, 1980, around when Reagan was in office, that's when I really noticed, like, oh, I like his policies. And, you know, that was when I first started noticing it. And they're like, but when do you think it officially changed? And then they're like, Obama. Yeah, Obama. And it's always like, but you said you started changing your Reagan. It's like, <laughs> no, when the black guy came in, when the yeah. black guy came in, that's when I really changed. And it's literally like, they're not even aware. That's how entrenched it is. They're not even aware of it, where it's like, well, when the, and then they'll be like, and then the Obamacare, I was just like, and I'm like, what do you mean? Like <laughs> health care was you, you getting health care was the last straw with you? Like, yeah. And people try to think of like before the Obamacare, like things were really bad. It had to be done and they fixed it, you know, and it's still it's not work in progress. And normally with programs like this, you put it through and then you slowly fix it, you know, work out the kinks. But you can't do it if the other party's spending the whole time just trying to get rid of it instead of fixing it. All the Republicans, if they were a normal party, they go like, oh, Obamacare has its faults. We're going to fix it. They're like, no, let's just get rid of it. Well, and the other thing is now with, with the midterms of them winning the Congress, Trump is just going to go. I mean, he's going to go all out. It's yeah. just, you're, the message is just like, we don't even have to fucking we can just say whatever the fuck we want now. It doesn't yeah. even, we don't even have to be like, Hey, I have a plan. They just have to be like, we're going to fucking kill the liberals. <laughs> and they're going to be like, yeah, you know, and that's all it takes. That that's the message. The only thing they've ever done is just cut taxes for rich people. That's all they do. You know, everything yeah. else is a wedge made up issue, immigration or, you know, <clears throat> critical race theory. Why does everyone keep uh, falling for it though? That's the thing. I don't know. You know, is it just because they're missing? I guess. I guess because I think what it is. Part I heard somebody. It's because our government is very complicated, and if you don't know it, I think people want to sound like they're informed, but they always, at the end of the day, just kind of go with their gut, and that's why you have a lot of like, "I'm voting for him because I, I can rely." I like that guy. I like he tells it like it is, and it's like 
Well, you're dumb. You just, and it, I think it's kind of a defense mechanism of like, well, I'm not dumb. I, you know, I just, I, you know, no. I have these thoughts. People don't, and views. Yeah. People don't even know how government works. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, you know, th- th- this person voted for Hillary, but they were like, uh, you, you know, you know, what's the difference if Hillary won, they would still like lose Roe versus Wade. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. No, no, that wouldn't happen because Hillary would have appointed two, maybe three Supreme Court justices, and they but would they not don't have, even know what that means, right? No, no, they, no, no, they, she would have. That's not no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> just because you want it to be true, it's not true. Who you are know? you talking to, Herschel Walker? <laughs> <laughs> I look. I know. I told, I've been, talked to some some women before the 2016. I said, this is what. Because they would be like pro-choice, but they were voting for Trump. And I'm like, no, he's going to put people who are going to overturn that. No, no, he won't do that. No, no, no. He has to do that. That's I don't of- think they understand. I don't that- think they know the process of it. Right. And that's the thing. That's what they're counting. Because And that's what it comes down to. They don't. And everyone's embarrassed to admit it. So they just go. They, they always fall back on. Well, I, I like he tells it like it is. And I, you yeah. know, and it's like. Right, because you don't know anything. So some guy <laughs> said something you thought was funny, so you're voting for him. So it's like, and guess what? He knows you don't know anything, and he knows you're stupid, and all he has to do is say funny things, and you vote for it. It's just kind of like, that's the problem. No one knows. It's it's a complicated government, No one, and everyone's too embarrassed to ask how it works. Is When you're an adult and you don't know things like that, you don't want to ask anyone. You know what I mean? And no mm-hmm. one reads anything. And It's yeah, amazing to me how no one reads. I, I've had conversations in the last two weeks of like, you know Charles Bukowski? Yeah. Have you ever read him? Yeah. One, okay. One I've book. had like three conversations in the last two two weeks where I'm like, because I was describing my book that's coming out in January, plug, and um, yeah. and I'm like, well, you know, you know, like Bukowski, you know, used to do this thing where he would, you know, it was about him, but it was a different name, and they and everyone's like, I don't really, I don't, I don't really read him or something, and I'm like. Wait, you don't, you've never, like, I, a lot of times, I, I think they don't even know who he is. Right. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I'm not like some smart litter, you know what I mean? I, I read, but I thought Bukowski was kind of in the lexicon of reading. Yeah, at least knowing who he is. I mean, at least that. It's like, you know, I mean. Right. I know it was so odd to me. I remember I did, this is just an odd, but like, you ever be dating someone and you're kind of into the relationship a little bit and then they say something and it's kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, because it's like an indication that they're stupid or something, yeah. but like really stupid. Yeah. Well, they go, I'll give you an example. They go, so what's your what's your sign? And then you tell them, they go, oh, oh, like, you know, uh, yeah, right there because they base everything on astrology. <laughs> <laughs> that That's means a- you're this. Yeah. I'm like, I always go because I see comics sometimes talking about it. I'm like, hey, you know what that means? Uh, nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing. yeah. Oh, that means that you don't like um, getting punched in the balls. <laughs> That's what you guys. Oh, right. I don't like things that no one like. No, like I was dating a girl once, and I think we were like pretty serious. You know, it was like I think we had just moved in together. And one one day she goes, "Do you know who Holden Caulfield is?" Oh God! And I turned to her and I was like, "Of course. <laughs> what What are you talking about?" Like, and she was, and I was like. Don't tell me you don't know. And she was like, yeah, someone was telling me about like a book that he's the main character. And I remember in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, am I really dating an adult who does not know about the book Catcher in the Rye? This is fucking this is mind blowing. It's fucking. Yeah. And but I mean, I I talk about more about like just with government, like the people don't know how government works. You know, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, uh, by like the Biden. Biden came in and, you know, he he couldn't uh, 
get rid of the filibuster or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, it's the Senate does that. Well, they didn't do it. Yeah, but there's two senators, Democrats, who didn't want it done. So why can't they do it? Well, because they don't have the votes. Yeah, but yeah. they should just do it. I'm like, but that's not how. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they should. But see, that's a how a lot things. of yeah, that's how a lot of people. But then that person is always like, whatever. And then they're always like, look, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to yeah. talk about politics. That's what they do. Yeah, but they get all defensive because it's like when you start making points and they look dumb. They're like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, had a conversation. Well, you're stupid. I had a conversation with someone in a red state, Texas, and I didn't even. I just read this recently. You know, Texas has no uh, state income tax, so people move down there. However, they still have to make up for the revenue shortfall. So people in Texas, they have high property taxes. Did you know that? I think you have relatives that live there. I do. Stuff. Yeah, my sister lives there, and a lot of my relatives. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's bad. Like it's it's a it's a big issue there. You know. I know, I said, I've never, yeah, she's never told me that, but yeah. And so this person was like, no, that's not a, you're wrong. I'm like, well, I just, you know, but that's what they said. They're like, no, no, you're wrong. I'm like, well, how, how am I wrong? And they're like, you're wrong. You know, <laughs> like, I'm like, well, I don't, maybe they own, he doesn't know this, his property taxes are high. I don't know. But Wait, I'm this like, is someone from who lives in Texas? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's apparently a big issue from what I read. Oh, well, but it that's makes sense because if there's no there. if there's no state, well, maybe it's not. Maybe you're just used to it. You know, they're just saying it's high, comparatively speaking. Yeah, maybe that's because what they have, they're making up for the revenue. People think that money comes out of nowhere. Like we're just going to have no state income tax. I'm like, there's a reason why there's a state income tax because it yeah. pays for things. So if you're not like one thing they say in Texas, just like tolls everywhere, like tolls, tolls. Yeah, tolls. that's true. And they're like. That's a tax, but you don't think of it as a tax. Well, right. we don't pay state income tax, but it takes you $10,000 to go to work every day. Right. So they make up the shortfall. Yeah, I didn't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess that I, it, there's bad property taxes in here, though, too, aren't there? It is. It is. And I'm saying it's, it's more high tax here, but they act like they're not paying any taxes in these places. I'm like, no, you're paying, yeah. you know. Um, we have to wrap this up. Okay. Because I, I have to take off, but... um. All right, we covered a lot of ground here. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'll wrap this up by saying, please subscribe, please uh, join our Patreon, buy Silk City Hot Sauce, our sponsor, rate and review this podcast. And um, yeah, that's it. Anything cool. else you want to say? That's it. See you okay, next week. Cool. We'll see you next time. See you next week. All right, bye. All right.